0: Rangers, this is your boy Uncle Baby Philly here, coming to you from the new Granite Outpost here in beautiful Manchester, New Hampshire. I wanted to let everybody know about our sponsor before we proceed with anything else. This video and this episode is sponsored by Inkify, custom printing and embroidery since. 2010, IncaFi provides high quality decorated apparel nationwide from ordering the apparel to printing, adding a private label, folding, bagging and fulfillment. They handle it all so you don't have to. Visit inkify.com to get started on your order and tell them TJRS sent and you'll get 15% off of your entire order. I want to go ahead and introduce our uh, guest here. He is the king of the cancellations. That's the new term that we're calling him here. Bozo6. How the hell are you?
1: Hey, man, I'm doing good. It's your boy, Bozo6, and you're absolutely right. But don't forget my full title. It is the Clown Prince of MLR, mm-hmm. King of the Comments, yep. the Prime Minister of Pot Stirring. I am now living rent-free in Seattle. Phil, I'm doing amazing.
0: That's good, good. Good, good, Uh, We've got a very special guest this time around from the New England Free Jacks. He is the assistant coach. Will Webster is joining us. Will, how the hell are you?
2: Yeah, very well guys. Thank you. How are you guys?
0: Excellent, excellent. Hanging in there. Um let's get right into it, Will. So happy that you're able to join us this evening, you know, for the next couple of weeks, guys. Um you know, it's obviously the preseason, so we're going to have uh coach on next week, I believe, and then the captain of the New England Free Jacks, Josh Larson, the week after that. And we're getting right into the season, which is very, very exciting. But I wanted to ask you before we get too far into anything regarding the preseason, Will, let's rewind back. To the Free Jacks MLR twenty twenty three season, what were your overall impressions? It was your first season um, in New England. What was your your thoughts?
2: Yeah, I loved it. I loved it from kind of minute one, uh, mm-hmm. right right the way through to the to the end of the season. That it was it's was a brilliant six seven months, and it probably took me all of about five days post season to kind of want this season to come back around again. It was, uh, I didn't enjoy five months off. um, Right. And no, just dying to get back and and again, loving every minute. So only had sort of good experiences. And I think probably experience was was the word. It was an amazing seven months. So no, I loved it.
0: Very good, and one of the key things is like we won the championship, right? And you were definitely a huge part of that success, and obviously the players on the pitch and Scott Matthew, TK, all the people involved in the Free Jacks organization. But I wanted to ask you, when the final whistle blew, what was going through your mind in Chicago uh, at that time?
2: Um, yeah, pretty scrambled thoughts. Uh, I think I think I was in a nervous bag of wreck. Or nervous, um, yeah, beyond so, words really for for probably the best part of that second half, if I'm honest. I don't think yeah. there was much kind of sense going on. But no, it was um it was obviously a nervy final. It's you know, finals are always nervy, but when it was that close on the scoreboard and we're down, we're back up again, down again, and then obviously hung on at the end. It was no just just elation really. Um you kind of you, sport's great for those moments and um you kind of live off those probably just maybe an hour, hour after after the final whistle goes. That's that's why you do it all. So that was um yeah, close final. It would be nicer if it wasn't as close, but obviously got on the right end of it in the end. So yeah
0: it was unreal i i still think about it fondly you know it's been several months removed but every once in a while i'm just like oh, we're mlr champions like you know it's one of the viral clips in the offseason was bozo absolutely losing his Hell shit yeah. when, when, when we won the final like that huzzah is going to live on forever um in, in the minds of ranger fans out there that were watching that and then saw the clip afterwards if they weren't watching it but uh just unreal unreal scenes there in chicago it, but it feels it feels almost like a dream. It feels very surreal. I think I, I talked about this on the uh, Let Freedom Ring episode that just dropped tonight that we did with our buddy Dan from Merrimack. Is it, it felt I felt like I had to remove myself a little bit because we were underdogs and we were playing a, such a great team. So I felt guarded while I was watching. It was very very strange. But after we won, it just felt so surreal. Um, yeah, unreal. Great Dan, times for sure. We're here
1: in the bunker speaking to Dan from Merrimack. And like yeah. I remember after we cut the broadcast for our live stream, and then we just kind of were like standing in my basement in the bunker and we're almost like and Dan just looks at me and goes, Dude, they're MLR champs. We're champs. And I'm like, We and then we hugged. And we're like, Yeah. It was like oh I crushed a Red Bull. It was good times. Nice.
2: It's it's a weird one because I think you you you're so process driven the whole season and you, you don't really ever kind of put yourself in a mindset of imagining final whistle going and winning and I think it's just you're almost looking around going well, what, what what happens now like it's kind of that that's done and you don't have a game to review and you, you're not kind of on to next week straight away so I remember going out onto the pitch with with Mike and Scott and we were kind of there and then I just sort of took myself off to the far end and, and had a couple of minutes just kind of Trying to trying to take it all in, but it, no, it was a great day. But I think you're right; it was it was quite a long time ago now, so it sort of feels feels very far removed. And obviously now it's straight on to this season, and um, it's it's all eyes forward.
0: Absolutely. And you know, talking about that, we had a conversation, you and I, at the um the free jacks uh, award ceremony. That was prior to the end of the season. And, and yeah, you know, I was asking you like, all right, you, you know, make your way back to the free jacks next season, stuff like that. And it was kind of up in the air, but I wanted to ask you, what was the draw in terms of returning to the free jacks after they won the championship?
2: Yeah, I, I think I mean, the draw was the draw is obvious. It was, you know, coming back to to a know city that i love club that i love um you know being around the the team and the supporters i love as well so i mean that was the easy part it was it was more just um you know again working things out from my side and you know being away again from from family and and partner and it's just sort of i guess mulling things over a little bit but um and i'm sure it was for the club as well Did, did they want me back it was it was probably a little bit all over the place so i think no in the end it was you know it was i'm delighted to be back and um yeah know wouldn't, wouldn't want to be anywhere else
0: i'm sure the motivation you know as a competitor yourself is like we want to repeat right like you know that's something that you want to come back for as well as we won the championship last year we have a talented squad let's see if we can do it again i mean that, that did that run through your mind
2: oh 100 yeah <laughs> I, I think you're you constantly kind of you know having the elation of last year and you again you get a taste of victory you want to do it again and again and I think yeah, it probably took me like I said about we had three or four days where we, we we really enjoyed ourselves but um after that it was very much you know probably you know my my way of looking at things and I think you know the coaching staff and TK and everyone else is similar it was immediately like well I think we can do a lot better like we you know we, we did things really well and and lot of things went well and you know we rode our luck at times and we you know we we did a lot a lot well but I think we can do things a lot better as well so it was immediately right how how do we get better and where can we kind of get the biggest growth and that's probably been the big buzzword of of this pre-season it's like well let's let's grow let's you know you can't you can't stand still it's you've got to move forward and again we've got a really exciting new group of players coming in we've got a lot of consistency as well across the staff and the players. So I think it's just, um, yeah, it's exciting. It's, it's all eyes forward and it's it's really exciting. And like you guys, can't wait for the games to get started now. It's pre-season drags a bit. Um, right. So yeah, looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, man. It's uh, it's all very, very encouraging stuff if you look at what's happening with the Free Jacks in terms of the retention of the, the backroom staff and the player retention, which is a, a historic high for MLR. That's all very, very encouraging stuff for sure. You're a world traveler, by the way. I mean, we, I, let me get this right. England, uh, Japan and Hong Kong in the offseason. Am I missing anything there?
2: yeah um no i was i was i was lucky i i again i looked at it i, I sort of split my time anyway between between family back home in the uk and, and girlfriend in hong kong so i was sort of between those two but again when you're faced with five months off and i, I was coaching uh you know elsewhere but i i just sort of looked at it and went uh it's, it's probably an opportunity i might not ever have again about five months off so mm. yeah took, took myself to japan um and had uh two weeks at six clubs over there and went down to new zealand and had uh, a bit of time down some of the super teams there and same in the uk so i I was really lucky it got to the point where it was almost like right i've seen so many other clubs and coaches do things now i just want to get back and get get stuck in but it was uh, a a great opportunity to to learn and, and get better myself and um enjoy some sightseeing and some good food and a few local beers and stuff along the way and everything you expect, um, expect. So that was good. Sure. It was very good.
0: Awesome. I wanted to ask you, is there anything that you missed about new England when you were away for those five months, anything pop in your mind that you're like, Oh man, I wish I was back in Boston for right now.
2: Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. I, honestly, guys, I absolutely love, I love the city. I, I've, I think when I spoke to you last time, it was probably a few months in and I probably hadn't been quite swept away by, you know, the, the sports teams, but you know, going down to Fenway, watching the Red Sox. Uh, I'm now an absolute avid Celtics fan. Um, nice. I'm not quite as into the ice hockey. Getting there, okay. uh, and I've missed because obviously the Patriots haven't been so good. I've missed pretty much the entirety of their last two seasons. I haven't seen any of the playoff stuff that they've not been in. So, um, right. No, but no, definitely definitely missed Boston. I think again, it's it's the people. It's it's um, you know, miss missing the guys, missing the staff, and. Um, yeah, I was very looking forward to coming back.
0: Very good. I was up in the media box during the open practice last Saturday, and I heard you had a conversation about drills with our buddy Wes Burho, who's a high school football coach. Uh, how do you think you would do coaching high school American football for a day under his supervision? How do you think that would go?
2: I'd love to. I'd love to. <laughs> I, I'd be. I'd be keen to give it a go. I'd be. I think I'd have to um, try and flag it and. Fake it till you make it. Because sure, my my NFL knowledge is not great. I did have a last way through or halfway through last season. Actually, we uh, the Ole Miss college football team got in touch with the Free Jacks and wanted to do some. Yeah, it was it was bizarre, and it was it kind of TK got this email through basically saying, "Can we do some sharing around?" I think it was a quarterback sneak or something that was sort of all the rage last year. The Philadelphia Eagles have been doing it, so this okay. got put my way. And I sort of prepared some stuff and sort of logged onto this Zoom call. And there was a boardroom of like 25 coaches, yep. which I I was not expecting. So we had a, yeah, had a good two hour chat just around similarities, what we do, what they do. And, um, no, it was cool, but that's probably about the extent of my football knowledge, to be honest
0: incredible i i did not know about this and i'm just absolutely blown away it, that just blew my hair back as a guy who's an sec guy like I'm, i don't watch a lot of american football anymore but i'm a south carolina guy like they're in the same conference you know old miss is a household name amongst the you know southern college football fans that's that's crazy man they give you wow. any hottie totties? yeah any, any hottie ho- toddies they, they
1: were were they saying that all the time
2: no, they weren't. No, we didn't get on to that. It was very, it was very um, sort of subject focused. So, no, but it was it was great, and it's cool that you know it's great for uh, I guess rugby in America that you got colleges like that who, who are showing an interest, and obviously great for them to 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 want to learn and, and want to exchange ideas. So, yeah, maybe I'll try and get myself down to down to them for a week or something in a bye week. I don't know.
0: Uh, I would I would direct you towards Columbia, South Carolina at Williams-Price Stadium. Uh, that would be my suggestion. Go check out the Gamecocks. But um, next up here, I wanted to ask you about the, your impressions of the new assistant coach Palm. What's your impressions of him?
2: Guy's oh, he's a he's a great guy, uh, brilliant coach. He's he's sort of fitted in seamlessly. Um, yeah, it's it's another just the stupid of. Yeah, recruitment from tk and mm-hmm. um no he's great i mean first first and foremost he's just a he's just a really good bloke um his rugby knowledge kind of speaks for itself and mm-hmm. you know he, he's come in and he, he's added his flavor on things and um yeah no i, I can't speak highly enough of him
0: that's great. That's very encouraging. I mean, we had him on the show quite a while back at this point. And I was really blown away with um, you know, just him being interviewed by us. And he's a big jujitsu guy. So we we hooked him up with some uh some jujitsu dojos, I guess, or in the area. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that that'll be good. Um wait, we wait, hooked wait. him. Let us not
1: forget something too. Yes we uh phil, phil you had that blunder because he was on the melbourne rebels coaching staff that's right. the whole, <laughs> in the whole lead up to the show uh and i only bring it up because uh, i also had a blunder with coach webster he was he was leon that's right the <laughs>
2: Like, I, I forgot about, yeah. yeah. about that. Yeah, he introduced
1: himself to me, and then like literally, I think it was like less than thirty seconds later. I'm like, I'm <laughs> yeah. here with Liam, and you're like, my name's not Liam. I'm like, oh my god, I've, I've been called
2: worse, mate. Me. I've been called worse, <laughs> Hello, and I've done man. worse. I've had bigger blunders than that. So, so maybe, yeah. maybe
1: will maybe that's a TJRS exclusive. Any new coach, we just have to have a blunder
0: i guess so yeah i was doing the whole uh what was it down under the Land down oh, under oh yeah. my god mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah that that with sorry, about that, sorry about that palm sorry about that that was not all good. right i had to
1: bring it up i apologize yeah, but i couldn't just yeah, let yeah. you off the hook there no worries <laughs> pal. Yep, you
0: got me good on that one um let's see here has your role changed at all um uh, with you know obviously last year you were working with the fords any changes any swipe mod- slight modifications there um,
2: yes, yeah, so I'm still doing the forwards, and I've I've taken on the kicking game um, as well. So that's okay. sort of, I guess it's. Uh...
0: Whoa! What the heck? Okay, so that was weird. Hang on. All right, here we go. I don't know what the heck that. That's some uh, we go. back. It's DC hackers trying to shut the stream down, guys. <laughs> they stole our colors, <laughs> and now they're trying to steal our stream.
2: So sorry. Right. The- yeah.
1: The seattle people share wi-fi and i'm living rent free out there right now so.
0: <laughs> sorry Will, I...
2: um no I, I can't remember what your question was oh yes. Yeah, so um kicking yes yeah, so I'm, I'm now doing the kicking game stuff as well which um which is brilliant and again I, I really like that side of things it's it gives me a i guess a bit of a fresh look on things and um yeah really enjoying that so yeah forwards still with my, my motley crew of forwards which uh which i'm loving so yeah that's um it's good but aside from that i think it's probably just coming back second year in everything's a little bit more you know familiar and you, you probably feel a little, little bit more comfortable around you know the processes and what we're doing every day so yeah, you know hopefully you know hopefully i can sort of help support scotty um you know, better in my second year now that, now that we've had a year working together as well.
0: Sure. Um, I wanted to ask, we've got a question here from, uh, Diamond Dave, of course, he's on his Yeti poet rugby, uh, gimmick here. What's here. So it says, here's my question. What's a favorite barbarians type trick play, something too risky or silly for serious competitive play. Anything that you want to call out from the barbarians, like some sort of trick Mickey mouse play. Um,
2: I love the. Uh, I haven't seen it done for a number of years. I remember doing it at like junior school when we were about eleven, and it's that tap play where you give it to you know a wall of guys with their backs to the opposition. Oh yes, and everyone's yep. everyone's running lines off it, and you don't know who's got it. And I've um, I've been quietly sort of suggested to Scotty that we bring that in, but. <laughs> um, I'm yet. I'm yet to get the full the full go ahead. So we'll keep we'll keep working on that. But when yeah, you guys are just...
0: beating the anthem by 90 points, you might want to throw oh, that man. in there. <laughs> I'm a fan of like
1: the the, the like the full lineout, like the the full full lineout, like the. Yes, full, I like when yes. they throw everybody in there, and it's not so much of a trick play because you know it's just stacking everybody there. I, I love that.
2: Let's. Do I it. think uh, we we, we had that a couple of times last year. The only guy that we just could not persuade to get in there was Potty. Jason Potros just—he <laughs> was having none of it. So I think we had sort of four, fourteen guys in the lineout, and Potty's out on his own in the middle of the pitch, staying well away from it. So, well, we'll I got see if one for you. Him in this year.
1: <laughs> I got one for you, Coach. Here's—it's not so much of a trick play, but it would be a kind of ridiculous play, a la uh, Dave's question. What about that full lineout, like ladi Daddy, everybody, right? But then Potty's just the one guy outside the lineout. And it goes straight off the back, off the top to him, and he well, snipes man. a drop and he snipes a drop goal.
0: Ooh, that would be
1: when sad. you're up, when you're up, when you're up 90 on Anthem.
0: Yeah. yeah
2: that's I, the I time. Think, to uh, just... I could, as you were describing that, I could only see him getting a hospital pass opening up his ribs and getting <laughs> so I think he might have to get some trust in with um with the hooker. But no, that's a nice idea. I like it.
0: There you go. We don't want to get him injured. That would be terrible. Yeah, but, yeah. please. Yeah. <laughs> <can't>, that's all <laughs> Not- that's
1: all that play. That's why you're the coach and I'm the I'm the internet troll. There you go.
0: <laughs> Everybody knock on wood that that doesn't happen. Uh, let's see here. What new players have really impressed you in training so far? You want to give anybody a shout out?
2: Oh, um, no, look, I've been really impressed just across the board. Um, but that's a boring answer. Let me give you a couple of names. Um, yeah, here we go. Well, he, he, he had a nasty little accident with his, he got a cut on his finger, so he was sort of bandaged up, not allowed to scrum for a couple of weeks, and then came back in yesterday for the first time scrumming, and that was John Roy Jenkinson, and seeing him uh, scrummaging was was quite exciting, got me got me excited. Jeez, um, ah, Piers von Dadelsen, Dadelsen. Yep. Still can't pronounce his surname. Obviously, got a he's uh, I think he's half English, so I've got to give him a shout out. But no, he's he's come in and he's he's a young guy, but incredibly athletic, um, bright, intelligent, picks things up quickly, um, super keen to learn. So but no, look, it's I could I could name all of the new players. They've all come in, they've all I think Josh Larson said it uh in the first meeting, and he sort of I can't remember exactly how he phrased it, but it was something around that you come in and you paint the walls yourselves. It's not, you know, there, there isn't a set way that we do things. We want you to come in and add your flavour. And um, I think that was a nice way of putting it. And it, uh, it had the effect of just giving guys confidence that, you know, coming into a team that had done well the previous year can be quite intimidating. So I think they've just been allowed to come in, um, you know, add what they can, take what, what works and where we can grow and, and just sort of, I guess, express themselves a little bit. So no it's exciting
0: that's great i mean i've heard from sources close to the club that um killian's doing really well the new um, um uh, utility back i guess is the best way to describe him um also the new scrum half uh, cameron i believe he's fijian yeah. but has you know spent some time over there in england with uh, the falcons as you guys call them over there um yeah. and um martin martin segran obviously like w- an incredible get for the free jacks to get a world cup uh, captain, uh, over here to the Free Jacks. I mean, that that guy's going to be really, really good. I'm sure in this setup.
2: Yeah, no, definitely. All three of those have again have come in, performed, showed what they can do um, in, in their own different ways. You know, Martins uh, uh, again, he, you know, his rugby IQ is excellent. He's he's constantly wanting more information and, and sort of, I guess, reason why how how we can do things better. He he drives the standards up um yeah Ka- Cameron again just very exciting nine um he's he's got a really good you know, skill set but also loves running the ball he can beat a guy uh in a pretty impressive way great pair of feet on him and, and Killian's again just a really good athlete he's come in and um you know probably not exceeded expectations because you don't sign anyone that you're you're unsure of but he's right. just come in and pro- probably proven proven again you know what 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 we saw in him and he's um yeah i think he'll he'll show what he can do this year on the pitch
0: very good it's all exciting stuff i'm so excited for this first you know preseason games coming up and then we've got the anthem my in my home city of charlotte north carolina i will be there coach so i'm making the trip down Yes, sir. There's a bunch of free ticket yeah, fans mate. coming. We're expecting. Fantastic. I think uh, 15 tickets are sold that we're aware of, but we're expecting at least maybe like 30 when it's all said and done. So we're going to be the loudest, of course, in the entire stadium. I'm going to turn it over to Bozo here. I appreciate your time.
2: Oh well, just before Bozo starts, mate, you'll have to give us um have to give us some tips of where to go and Absolutely. what to see in Charlotte because I don't think there's a lot of knowledge within the squad about Charlotte. So you'll have to you'll have
0: to give us I, something oh yeah i was born and raised there so i can help you guys out tremendously with that we'll we'll talk later
2: of course all right
1: phil phil that request is due tomorrow by 10 a.m <laughs> yeah. very good yeah no worries we're, we're not planning in
2: advance yeah hey, all right
1: always, always task condition standard time hack right you gotta if you, <laughs> if you get done you gotta tell them the time to get it done by so just throwing that out there for you up there uh listen coach uh nice to see you again i'm glad you had a great off season i'm glad that you're back on the team uh this is kind of a a tough question or not really a tough question but it's kind of you know uh phil we touched about touched on how you wanted why you wanted to come back and mlr has had a quite tumultuous two off season so what were your thoughts when new york and toronto folded so late in the off season and they were two of our biggest rivals in the Eastern Conference. Uh, we had played, I think, both of those clubs before they joined MLR and Free Jacks uh, joined MLR. So it's been a long-standing thing. Uh, what are your thoughts?
2: Yeah, just gutted really for, for for the clubs and the you know the people involved. It's you know rugby rivalry is one thing, but I think you know you never you never want to see that. And I guess two clubs with in very quick succession and, and like you said, pretty close to the start of the season. So. Yeah, obviously, you know, sad not to be going up to Toronto and down to New York and, and continuing that rivalry. Um, but it's, you know, the unfortunate thing, you look at the, the premiership of back home in England at the moment and some of the clubs that have disappeared off there, I think mean, it's reality of, of sport, the sad reality of sport. And um, Yeah, no, I just, yeah, I guess just gutted for the people involved because you, you wouldn't wish that on anyone. So, um, you know, we, we've... I guess benefited from it we've got caleb geiger up from new york and um you know he's he's a great bloke who who again has come in he's a u.s international and um you know he's fit, again fitted in seamlessly so yeah um i uh, yeah sad for sad for the club the people involved and, and disappointed that we can't continue those those rivalries
1: yeah, I think the the feeling for generally from fans is obviously th- is the same. And I think that, you know, I think for fans, I mean, we're hoping we're hopeful for a, a 2024 offseason with with less, you know, tumultuous happenings, you know, uh, and hoping that all the teams stay in and hopefully we add more teams and definitely hoping to get one from Canada back. Uh, I think that that was devastating for uh, North American rugby as a, as a whole. Uh, I went on a little rant about North American rugby. You can go back and watch that episode and get my feelings (laughs) on that. Uh, But actually, I wanted to ask a quick question. Uh, So we'll we'll go from like a little sad and then we'll transition to like banter. Have all the Free Jacks guys been giving Caleb Geiger a little shit about his New York leanings, you know?
2: Yeah, I I don't know. Um, I I must have – I had to pull up. I was getting some clips up uh, the other day, and one was a scrummage against New York. And one, I think, was a scrummage against DC where Kyle Bailey was playing last year. And I, I suddenly about five minutes before the meeting, I thought I need to go check that they weren't in these uh, in these scrums because that would be a little bit awkward if they are. But um, I'm sure the players have, g- have given Caleb plenty of uh, plenty of banter about it. But no, like you like said, he's he's a top bloke, and we're really lucky to have him. So um, yeah nice
1: So with the with the late entry of uh, Anthem and Rugby Football Club Los Angeles, I was, yeah, I was looking at Phil on, on the screen there looking for the eye roll. Uh, if you're, if you're listening on audio, please watch the video. It's a funny, it's a funny reaction, but uh, anyway, with, with their late additions, right? The league was kind of restored to the number of teams that we had last year. So the league, I think everybody expected once the announcements were made that they expected them to pivot back to last year's format. But I would ask you, what is your preferred format for rugby? Is it the table? Do you like the conferences? Like where are you at on that?
2: Um. Yeah, I like the conferences because I think it gives it that you know East East flavor, and it, you know it's very much you know King of the East and you know who, who wins the conference, and it's a big thing. You know, we obviously two years ago lost the conference final last year, won it, and I think it's you know you saw the amount of fans that came down and how much it meant to to everyone in New England to be to be crowned the Eastern champion. So, oh, I, yeah, I don't. I don't really mind. It's it's a case of if you, if you want to do well, you need to beat anyone and uh, everyone. So it's, I think there still might be a couple of changes potentially coming out and yeah, we'll see whatever, whatever's put in front of us. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, I'm i I'm a fan of the table format, but I think that just, you know obviously you're from england and the uk so you know how big the country is and it's like united states with it being so big i think a table is a bit impractical but i'm, I'm always a fan i like the table format uh, i think it's cool uh I don't, i'm not necessarily all in on having to play home in a way and stuff but the conferences i think makes it more accessible for american fans because every other sport in america is structured that way so yeah i just wanted to get your thoughts on that and that was a good answer i because the eastern conference champion like you just get another trophy out of it and it does make you feel good you know because at least san diego was western conference champions last year even though they lost by one in heartbreaking fashion just twisting that dagger yeah
2: (laughs) yeah no look i I thought it worked really well last year um again it's almost like you want to play in big games and you want to coach in big games and you know you guys want to watch big games and i think you know if you have two big games um in a conference final and then a championship final that's that's as much as you, as you can ask for really but yeah we'll see we'll see
1: yeah and then so that leads me to my next question coach any uh, particular match uh, you're looking forward to the most this year like in terms of like what's your what's your favorite road like what's the road trip you're looking forward to the most what festival at home are you looking forward to the most
2: um oh, wow yeah where are we going so la will be fun it uh, be nice to go back to San Diego. Um be nice to go down to Charlotte. Again, like as a as a foreigner in America, you you gotta pinch yourself sometimes. The you know the sightseeing that you get to do and the, the places you get to go is is amazing and it's a you know massive part of the experience of coming over here. So um no, I, I love it and I normally give myself sort of a, a few hours early on the on match day morning to try and get into the city wherever it is, go down, you know, take a bike around DC and it's um yeah, it's it's you know it's a fortunate position to be in. But uh matches or home matches, I'm I'm really looking forward to St. Paddy's Day. Um and I'm I'm looking forward to DC and that that home opener as well. So but before that, we've got you know Dallas next week, which will be great. It'll be a great litmus test to see where we're at and give us a good good idea, and then after that it'll be to down to Charlotte and you know, that their first game as a club, so it'll be a pretty special event for them as well. So we're lucky to be, um, you yeah, know, we're lucky to be playing in that. So, yeah, very much looking forward to all of them,
1: Coach. When you see the, I don't know if you pay attention to the other teams on Instagram, but like, you know, you had mentioned LA, San Diego, uh, they're warm, they're nice places. Does any part of you are like kind of wish New England was like that, or are you digging like the old <laughs> hunker, are you digging like the hunker down, like? ice cold mentality getting forged through you know everyone says forged through fire but i'll tell you what uh i'd rather be overheating man than than being ice cold the cold will will make a coward of you very very quickly and it'll cause you to bind together so i really i really dig the cold uh does any part of you want to be like hey, maybe i'll maybe i'll find my way later in my career to la or san diego or are you sticking around with us for good
2: no i'm, I'm very happy in boston uh honestly and, yeah. i we, I'm English, so I'm not. I'm not. Um, I'm not unused to the <laughs> to the cold and the the rain, and it's probably a little bit colder than in England. But um, nah, I, I'm very happy in Boston. Love it. Um, so wouldn't want to be anywhere else.
1: Hell yeah, hey Phil, do you want to pivot? Diamond Dave's got a nice question in the in the chat. <laughs>
2: yes. Yeah, so, uh, do
1: free? Are you go can read it. Go ahead.
0: No, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: All right, it says, uh, wow. do free jacks front rows bind together the same each scrum week to week, or is bind location something that can be changed strategically based on situation and matchups? Love the technical question, Dave.
2: So I'm going to get a whiteboard out and we can walk through it. No, um, no I, I think you want consistency in your front row. You, you of course, look at you, – you preview other teams and you have a look at what they do, and you might tweak one or two things, but it's probably on an individual basis – you know, for us as a front row and second rows, it's, it's just about consistency in our setup and um, I guess taking taking the opposition out of it, stick to our process. So it might be a boring answer for um, for Dave, but no, it's just generally, you know, we, we just, we stick to what we do and, and try and do well. And then we might make small tweaks based on what we see when we preview
1: nice all right well i know that this is a new england free jacks show but i send the questions to phil and i get them blessed off you are an englishman and you are among england rugby fans on the panel so let's just rewind the tape to rugby world cup 2023 england england got the got the softest draw to ever be uh but what's your overall assessment of their performance because i was pretty impressed i didn't think they'd do that well to be to be fair
2: i think if we beaten south africa in that semi-final uh scott matthew would would still not be here in the end of it um so gutted that okay. we couldn't quite get gutted we couldn't quite do that but not it, it was too honestly i mean i think it was a bit of a surprise for everyone that their, their performances leading up into the world cup was was so poor that i think expectations were pretty low but uh it wasn't pretty rugby to watch but obviously as an englishman you you know you you um you want them to do as well as possible i had a I had a week out there in france took my took my dad out for a week and it was early in the early in the tournament so we watched england against geez who was it japan i think um and, and wales portugal so two of the titanic games of the world cup but I had a great time and it was you, again you get swept up in the world cup um Sort of everything that goes around, at the atmosphere, and, and again, I think it's it's excitement, isn't it? With the, with the World Cup coming here, it's going to be unbelievable. So it's it it was um, yeah, disappointing not to not to go all the way when you're that close. But I, I think probably the right team won, and, and certainly the right teams were, were in the final. The Irish John Poland and Killian might have something to say about that. But um, yeah, as an Englishman, we overachieved.
1: Yeah, I mean, eight straight quarterfinal exits or whatever it is, or eight quarterfinal exits. I'm sorry, you can't. You got to get over that hump before I'll entertain discussions. But they're dominating with the <laughs> Six Nations, so let's pivot. What are your thoughts on the current Six Nations?
2: Yeah, it's been it's it's been interesting because yeah, teams, coaches, coaching staff they they've changed so much. Um, Ireland are unbelievable. They yeah, they are seriously seriously good rugby team. Um, but you know England's Grand Slam still on, um, so love that see. We've, energy. We probably, probably had the best draw so far: Italy away and Wales at home, and have demolished them by three points and two points. But um, yeah, no, we'll, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how we go. Dubs a dub, will. Dubs a dub. Yeah, exactly. dubs a dub. Exactly. Listen,
1: exactly. I, I just- I just think it's been wild. I wanted to quickly comment on it. Like just the opening weekend with the 27, nothing and I turned it off. And then when I checked my social media later, I'm like, wait, what like incredible game. Uh, I think it was at the principality stadium in Wales. It was Scotland away to Wales. And then um, what are your thoughts on on the absolute robbery with the TMO? And you know what I mean? Like how do you, how do you, how do you fumble that one? What are your thoughts on Scotland versus France?
2: yeah i don't know i think it's it's, it's you know i think the, the correct decision was come to given the the way that the rules are and, and the whole communication around it so i think was there conducive evidence that probably wasn't like or compelling evidence there probably wasn't that it was a try it probably was a try um but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think the, the refs are in a bit of a rock and a hard place around it. Like
1: yeah, it, certainly.
2: W- w- with with the laws as they are, and the questions that they have to ask and they have to say whether they think it's a try or not a try. Um, if it was England, I'd probably be having an absolute rant right now. But it's Scotland, and I don't really mind watching them lose. So that's um, nice. yeah, probably probably my bias. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah i mean i only brought that one up uh because again not a six nations not an england podcast here but i just bring it up because it, uh and it's probably a more long-form conversation like maybe if we're hanging out i you know what i mean at some point well, i'll get your thoughts on this but it's just yeah the whole firestorm around refereeing with Yako piper and um wayne barnes retiring and then the whole tmo kerfuffle with scotland and france and then now scotland's asking for the world rugby to like, basically like apologize to him. I don't, I don't understand. Like, it's just so tough. I can't imagine being those people in the middle, uh, just taking the heat like that. Uh, it's tough. And I'm, a, and I'm a person who does give yeah. referees heat a lot, but with the TMO thing, I don't know. So a, a question for another day, I guess. And then, uh, to close it out, I have, uh, I have a little segment, uh, I played, I did it with that Ethan Fryer, I think was the debut. So it's called check or hold so i'm in the united states army and i'm a field artilleryman and so when something's safe or something's good you say yeah check and then if something's not safe you say hold because we're firing pretty big weapons rockets cannons pretty dangerous stuff so if there's a safety (laughs) issue you gotta hold because you don't want that thing blowing up near you because you won't make it out so check means good hold is bad and i just go down right down the list and i just want your want your thoughts so first one up for check or hold is the Dorchester Room,
2: check, definite check.
1: Nice. Awesome. Getting an in? You getting an invite this year or what?
2: We got an invite last year, very late in the season. Sort of, yeah. You know, it was almost that. It was almost that awkward one where they hadn't invited us, and and I think they suddenly oh, panicked and felt we need. Yeah, well, exactly. So it would be nice if the invite comes a little bit earlier this year um but no big big fan of those guys um and i'm yeah pleased to see that it's continuing into 2024
1: yeah q's got some pretty good reels on there man he's doing it good now that now that (laughs) he's back in boston he's in the game we haven't seen much of mr keys so don't know who the new players are because apparently there's a north and a south now is there going to be a civil war is it going to be like north korea south korea how's it going is i don't know i'm interested to see how it unfolds i'm anxiously waiting
2: no, me too, mate. You, you know what these Canadians are like. You can, don't know what to expect. So <laughs> let's see.
1: Because <laughs> yeah, me and Phil are Americans. You know, an Englishman. The Canadians are like our weird cousin. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're, the old, <laughs> you're, you're like the old stepdad. And now like we got their weird cousins up north. So, all right. So what do you, check or hold flat white coffees? Check. All right. I've never had one. I got to give one. I'm, I just drink coffee black. So I'm going to give it a try this season. All right, we're going Holds. right back on the, to the, the England rugby here. Steve Borthwick. Ooh, that's a hold. That's a hold. Oh. If, you, if you've got to think about it, that's a hold.
2: <laughs> hold, hold. I'll go yeah. hold.
1: Yeah, not enough time yet. I don't know. if. Hey, if we win the Grand Slam, I'm sure we'll both be changing our tune. It'll be checked. Check.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: All right. Basketball shorts in the winter. Hold. <laughs> oh man have you seen anybody in like i we don't know where you're at in the massachusetts area there or the greater boston area but have you seen anybody in basketball shorts and flip flops with like a celtics jersey on and no undershirt rocking around with an iced coffee but then they have like yeah, ear quite, warmers on
2: yeah quite regularly uh I think carl sakira <laughs> rocks uh rocks something like that a Let's lot of the go. time so he's probably he's probably the guy you'd um you could put money on walking into training wearing something like that. Let's go. <laughs> well,
1: unlike unlike uh, us follically challenged individuals, he's got a nice head of hair, and I forget what the percentages, but you lose the majority of the bo- of your body heat through your head. So I think he's good. So he's good. And then all right, my the last one from me, check or hold the Green Mountain Boys mini team. They're the best, right? Uh,
2: no nope. comment. I've
1: no comment.
2: Roommate very impartial very impartial wow uh, all right well i've i've been i've been uh, known to i've been known to side with the um with the bucks of america so i don't wow want to, i don't want to burn any bridges you know because well you name. just burned one impartial.
1: coach boom <laughs> gmbs gmbs <laughs> GMBs. All right. That's it. Thanks, coach. <laughs> thanks for answering all the questions. Thanks for pivoting to the Six Nations stuff. I know it's a Free Jacks podcast, but we're all rugby fans here. It's been a good time. Thank you.
2: Uh, thanks, babe. All right.
0: Final thing Will Webster, I'm going to lo- open up the floor here for you to speak directly to the Rangers. What do you have to say to the hardcore Free Jacks fans out there that are going to be watching this?
2: Yeah. Really looking forward to seeing you all down at uh, Fort Quincy on march the 10th i believe nice. um ninth, 9th 10th that that weekend some, somewhere around that time we'll see you um, at some point <laughs> we'll see yeah some sometime this season no yeah can't wait to see you all again hear, hear you all nice and loud and again sort of share a few beers after after games and just have your support best fans in the mlr by a long stretch so yeah. um looking forward 69 to miles the in fact yeah,
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I can't help myself, man. I just can't stop. It's terrible.
0: Hilarious.
2: It's awful.
1: It's completely he, immature. I'm, I'm 36 years old. I'm a yeah. No, I can't. It just it goes right from here and right up. No filter. So good.
0: Yeah. All right. This has been a blast. I appreciate you being on here, Will. You're awesome. Um, and Bozo, always a 10 out of 10 from you every single time. We've got one word to exit the video in three, two, one.
1: Huzzah! Huzzah! Huzzah.